Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 146 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I am here with my co-host. Please introduce yourself. What is up, Crisis <laughs> Actors? It's Mary. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Having How are you? Day? You had a, a sandwich made by Dane earlier. It was delicious. Nice. For everyone who is wondering, because I know you're anticipating this information, it was goat cheese, tomatoes, and salami. Very it's, good. It, it looked very good. It was extremely good. Delicious. And we have two, not one, but two guest hosts today. First, our Wednesday usual. Please introduce yourself. I am Sarah Patchlitz. I'm typically producing TimCast IRL uh, weeknights from 8 to 10 p.m. I am joined today by my own very special guest, my husband, Andy. Introduce yourself, sir. Andy. Hello. How's it going? I'm Andy. <laughs> I'm the uh, CTO of TimCast Media. I'm I was here to make sure the computer doesn't break burst into flame yeah. and i literally thought you were gonna say i'm lydia's husband oh and i'm lydia oh husband. yeah that too yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so uh how you doing today you excited i am excited He's, yeah uh andy is andy's a bit shy compared uh, to the rest of us here so i've had to uh get him to come and do the show because he wants to come and do the show friday not this week but next week so today's your test run yeah yes it's i hope I, I win the interview <laughs> we're, we're gonna talk about wesley snipes how bad could it be yeah, I know. Yeah. Tax Hero West. That's right. <laughs> All right. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. What we're going to do first is we're going to talk about uh, Paramount Plus. Uh, well, it's the Paramount CEO, Bob Backish, giving a statement saying that Paramount Plus will not be censoring offensive content, which in this day and age is a revolutionary concept. Uh, we are going to get into Amber Heard's uh, tell-all book and how she's oh. going to profit from uh, all the stuff that happened. And realistically, you know, that was to be expected. Uh, at least I saw this coming. And then we got Netflix. Uh, we got a bunch of news with Netflix involving kind of their pushback into the industry as far as what they're spending. And I've got some other stuff that I want to talk about the, in general, what these streaming services and media companies are spending with their, uh, with their content. And on top of that, we're going to get into like the layoffs that are also coming from there. So if yeah. you guys are ready to go, we will get started. Mary, are we ready? We're ready. We're ready. Ready? Send it. 
All right, we will <laughs> send it then. All right, so it says Paramount CEO Paramount won't censor content from other eras. This is from No Film School. Based. And it's yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> it says the world is changing faster than film and television. The medium of film has only been around for about 120 years. That means it has covered us through the majority of the 20th century and parts of the 21st century. During that time, society has uh, had a bit of a learning curve, and they're absolutely right about that. Sometimes movies and shows are made back in the in the day lack of cultural sense of lack of cultural sensitivity we understand today with this with the rise of streamers and catalogs some of these titles are coming to the forefront uh the first thing i thought of was song of the south from That's Disney, what Andy asked. which is yeah. yes, not available on Disney Plus and not available for purchase anymore either, unless you're going to find it at a. Uh, you'd have to go to like a thrift store, antique shop, uh, yeah. an antique shop, or find it on eBay. And I'm guessing that the the price is quite hefty if you want to get a copy of it. And a lot of people were mad about that when they when they first uh, pulled that from from this uh, from Disney Plus. So it says, uh, so how should these places deal with content? We saw certain movies pulled, uh, ones with disclaimers and even a reluctance to carry others. That's that. They also pulled Gone with the Wind at a certain point in time. Uh, I don't even that. remember what the reason was for that, other than it's just old and I'm guessing that Set there was... The they believe place. it's racially insensitive because... I, they think, I think there was racism depicted in, yeah, they, in the movie. Mm-hmm. So you're not, It wasn't even... I don't... If I recall, it wasn't actually like... Predic- uh, like seen as a good thing in the film. That, that's the most important right. question. Is like, is it shown as like, are these the good people in the movie? Yeah. Usually not. Like, that's like you can't even negatively portray racism. She not. had a black uh, servant who she slapped, but I oh. don't think that depiction uh, yeah. was like, this is okay. Yeah. It was more like depicting her... her unraveling the the funniest part about that is like the it, it just means that uh, context doesn't matter that I brought it up the other day the first thing that made me think of was um, when Papa John got in trouble for like saying bad words but he was saying it in a negative context He's like Don't hypothetically guys we Thank shouldn't you. say Woo. this word that's right yeah so so it's like when context no longer matters like you're on like a, a mm-hmm. slow roll to madness in my mind. So uh, they, they keep going down here. So it says, this has sparked a debate about censorship and lost cinema. Many, myself included, that's the article, the person I'm reading, that's not me. That's, uh, this is an editorialized article. Many, myself included, believe that the best way to show these films is to have a disclaimer at the front of them and show the rest uncut. After all, this is art indicative of the time. It might be sad and at times racist, but it's better to see how far we've come than it is to completely censor what was there. I agree. That's a huge, like, a, one of the things that I find hilarious when we have these debates and it seems like they're endless is that we never focus on how far we've come. We focus on what they believe to be how little progress we've made when realistically that's not an accurate depiction of the world we live in. I say this all the time. I'm like, America had slavery. We didn't start slavery. We ended it. And I feel like we deserve some modicum of like grace for that because even though we were like dealing with it not all that long ago, we weren't even the last country to get rid of it. But our country is also... Uh, quite a bit younger than I so know. many other places in the world, which is another testament to like what was accomplished right. in, in such yeah. a short period of time. Yeah, yeah. So it says, uh, in TCM, uh, uh, they ran a bunch of movies with social problems and included a Q&A and discussion in the front and after them to talk about why, uh, what was important and what was problematic about them. And then HBO Max, once they put Gone with the Wind back on, they put a disclaimer in front of it. I'm not really opposed to the concept I, of the... Di- I was at first. I don't like it because it's not letting it exist in its own context, yeah. you're still editorializing, even though it's not cut in the middle. Yeah, you well, might as well. So you think that, yeah, you know, like if that, I don't know who like made Gone with the Wind, but if that filmmaker was alive today, they would take issue with the fact that somebody's placing mo- like a 
a, like a warning on their art. Yeah, and although I appreciate that they are not going to censor content from other eras, it's also done with a sense of condescension to those other eras that I don't appreciate where we're acting like we are more culturally sensitive, yeah. but actually we are just anxious. Yeah. Like we're always stepping on eggshells and mistake that for having more empathy than people did in the past. Yeah, I, I don't buy it as legitimate. I see it as kind of the uh, the remnants of moral panic that we're going through mm-hmm. and uh, people responding to something, partially because we're so uh, easily connected by the internet now. And back in the day, you just, you know, you waited for your 50 to 100 insane letters that came in the mail to your studio saying that something was wrong with whatever you're making. Now the, the pushback is instantaneous. And like we've talked about before, a lot of people who are older have no sense of proportionality yeah. about what that pushback actually means it's like the reactions to things are not uh real and they aren't they don't understand that like even uh, maybe i'm just like i i sound absolutely schizophrenic right now but like <laughs> laugh That's what we love about you <laughs> it's okay <laughs> like laugh tracks are recordings of like dead, dead people, people laughing yeah. at things <laughs> and Correct. like tweets about TV shows and movies right now are robots who are like like pro- programmed to tweet certain opinions about things and argue about things. And even the it's people that not, are real are, are kind of act like robots sometimes anyways. Yeah, yeah. It's just they don't really know like baby boomers are like see one tweet and they don't know how to handle it. They like go into a tailspin over like one tiny minuscule faction of people throwing a fit about something my dad got a got a, a, a smartphone recently and i'm just terrified oh, of the concept boy. of my dad on twitter no like i was like just you made it 70 plus years it's dude not just human. avoid it it's not human the only people who understand it are are less human yep so it says Paramount Plus is one of those streamers dealing with this issue now. Ba- Bob Backish, Paramount CEO, said recently, by definition, you have some things that were made in a different time and reflect different sensibilities. I don't believe in censoring art that was made historically. That's probably a mistake. It's all on demand. You don't have to watch anything you don't want to. And that's the argument most of us have been pushing back on for a long right. time. If you don't want to watch... I, I guess, w- would the would the pearl-clutching argument be that what if their kids accidentally stumble on the Song of the South so and then suddenly start slapping people uh, that look differently than them. That's insane. Or no, so that was Gone with the Wind. Not yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, that's that's insane. Well, I don't but, think your kids are going to watch, like, what, <laughs> what's Gone with the Wind? Like, four I'm, hours long. Yeah, and I'm long. picturing, like, a kid. He, he's cycling <laughs> but, through. He's like, Marvel, uh, Buzz Lightyear, Pixar, yeah. Star Wars. Oh, Song of the South looks good. I think uh, I'm going to yeah. watch Song of the South. It's no, that's not people, happening. That's never happened. People expect these media companies to be their parents that's ex- yeah exactly use yeah. discretion for that's them the of what to watch it's like telling like that the the movie company has to be the one to uh preface any f- film that they you know, you know present with like how you should be thinking about what you're about to see mm-hmm. it's like that's your job as an individual with autonomy and that's your parents job if you're a minor so is it really a fault of our of our culture of not raising uh, with no of parents not being uh, attentive enough to their kids? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, is is that where they, do we lay the, the blame at the fault of the parents? As usual, yeah. and you well, I don't know. That's fair because <laughs> I don't want to be a hypocrite. I think all when... this stuff is just the same as the puritanism of 
of the PMRC in the 80s and 90s mm. when they were trying to censor music, like all this rock and roll and rap music. Tipper Gore. Yeah, yes. it's, it's the same exact kind of puritanism. It's just that the, the you know direction that the morality comes from is different. Yep. I don't want to be a hypocrite because I don't like when all the blame is placed on parents for inappropriate things being aimed at their children. Like, yes, you are responsible for using discretion on behalf of your children but we also know that there's no way you can perfectly right that's fair enforce that and when there are you know media executives and teachers and drag queens the list could go on of like people who really do want to influence your children I don't want to place all of the blame at the at the feet of so parents. This gets right to culture war. Like this is bigger than just oh, don't watch that movie. This is your kids shouldn't be being exposed to TikTok. People say, oh, well, your kid's gonna see that at school. Then your answer should be, my kid is not going to be attending public. Are school. you all right? What are you doing over <laughs> there? Like, uh, what's spinning the mic around? Is dangerously. There we go. Okay, I think we got it. That was We're a, good. Very. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he knows he's on camera. No, it, was, it was making me he's very like, it's uncomfortable. Fine. I can't handle it. That was great. That was distracting. There's gonna yeah. be. Sorry. We're gonna take turn that into a gift later. I'm yeah, sure. I love it. I like it. Anyway, as I was saying, yeah, you can lay this at parents' feet, but the problem is not that it, this is not a small one. It's huge. It's in schools. It's everywhere. And if you're gonna thank send, you. Yeah, thank you. If you're gonna send your kid to a public school, then you need to be prepared for this. So don't. But that's even harder. I know that's challenging. So yeah, and and really the aspect of this yeah, that we're talking right. about is the infantilization of adults. Yes, yeah. uh, kids. Uh, it's it's the meme of the guy with the Nintendo Switch, uh, you know, with his uh, face looking ridiculous, and he's in his thirties, and it's like at a certain point you have to kind of grow up. It, it is a thing. Yeah, uh, and it's like my wife's boyfriend bought me this ah! Nintendo Switch. That's like that's what that meme is. One notable thing about this article is it it doesn't seem to mention anywhere that this is about keeping children safe it's literally just saying we think that we're gonna have to tell people what to think about this movie you're before right that's a good point point. and to me most of it is just like there uh, i don't think bob backish gives a crap about your kids oh, I, no. I don't He's i think bob backish cares about g keeping the press as, as positive as possible uh for paramount plus as they launch uh multiple new properties i think i read somewhere that they're looking to have like over 155 new originals all over the world in the next five years which is a very large undertaking and the amount of content uh, like we're going to get into it later when we discuss netflix but the content spends that these companies are dropping are insane yeah. uh and for paramount plus which is a viacom cbs uh subsidiary uh, it, like it's different a little bit for the ones that are owned by larger media conglomerates as opposed to like a Netflix, which is self-regulating because right. it's its own company. But I, I'm going to go through a little bit more of his full statement, which he says, uh, Paramount's library represents over a century of filmmaking, and we recognize that a number of our films contain culturally insensitive or potentially offensive content that may reflect what was deemed acceptable at the time, but is antithetical to Paramount's corporate values. That's the part I... Uh, when we talked earlier about if we were the artist, we wouldn't want something like this slapped on the, you know, on the, on the piece of art that I made. But it's still, a, it's still a corporate product in the end. So that film you made, no matter how much artistic expression is in there, no matter how much work you put into it, it's still the property of a larger conglomerate. So that's where art meets commerce, and you can get into all sorts of arguments about what that means for society when most of the art that we take in now comes from Fortune 500 companies and not from individuals. That's a good point. Do you remember? Oh, good. no, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you remember when we watched uh, 30 Rock? Yes. And I was, it was jarring to me, like, 
how like these are all liberal New York uh, comedians, you know Tina Fey and uh, Alec Baldwin. Good God, them. Lemon! <laughs> <laughs> and like watch rewatching that show, I was like, wow, there's a lot of stuff that nowadays would be considered Just completely transphobic, ago, right? yeah. homophobic, like racial humor that wouldn't be considered acceptable. And that was like a little over ten years ago, barely yeah. ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and so like I think they're probably seeing the writing on the wall that any minute now, like just about anything from a, a few years ago is going to be have mm-hmm. have to be like you know edited and censored and that's just like first of all that's a lot of manpower to like go through yep. all that stuff and censor it properly and there are sacred cows in that discussion mainly blackface uh, I know that that's one of the few episodes that 30 Rock bent the neon <laughs> like they, they deleted that episode right quick uh, I think did um, did uh, what's the other one the one with Charlie Day Always sunny. Oh, always Did they always do sunny. one yeah. as well? I think they had one as well. Am I Did wrong? They? I think I might be wrong. I don't about know. That I haven't way. seen um, these shows, but I assume that they were depicting it in a way that's not like, haha, blackface is funny, but yeah. it's like this person is foolish and it's funny that they're doing this. Which, that they think it's funny. It's right. making fun of people for yeah. being racist. Which yeah. brings us back to the uh, the comment about how context doesn't matter when it's about morality rather than like or to them it's about being morally superior. They don't think the context matters when yeah. in truth the context always should matter. Well, and yeah. their argument is always that the lowest common denominator person isn't going to know the difference. And so they so, think you're stupid. And so basically, we shouldn't have freedom of speech or anything. Because, yeah, we're not very smart, right? Because we're not smart enough to to you know process information for ourselves and yeah. determine what's satire and what's not. I'm gonna bring your mic up. Like real is it, close. Is it not better. close enough? It's a little soft. Not loud yeah. enough. Yeah, you gotta talk a little louder. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, there's yeah. also another part here about physical media, which is the other big part of this. When we talked about Song of the South, uh, you don't have if you can't find a copy of it, it no longer exists. And when most of the media that you consume is digital now, once it's gone, it's gone. Which yeah. is why you should be collecting physical media. Agreed. Me and Kent just had a very long discussion about this the other day. So oh, uh, you'd be great on here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kent would be a great uh, guest. So it says, uh, I think this is an important stance. Streaming and the lack of physical media has already created a certain aspect of movies that just do not exist outside their digital footprints. As that shrinks, that be- they become harder and harder to get. Even if these movies don't stand the social test of time, they're important parts of film history. We could, uh, we can, and should study not just for their artistry, artistry, but to understand what was wrong with society back then. You can't know what was wrong if you keep deleting the stuff that is now seen as. Uh, Politically incorrect. Yep. You have to have it there. Otherwise, there's nowhere to. And that's why my problem is when people, when I said, like, when people talk about progressivism, talks about how awful things are and never about how far we've come. But if you keep destroying all the examples of the progress, you can't actually tell. And then the argument just keeps going. It becomes, uh, uh, it's, it's very, very frustrating. Well, so I'm really tired of the paradigm being what is politically incorrect or politically correct. And not what is moral and immoral and how is the media that we consume making us virtuous or more vicious people like that's never really what it's about it's about compelling us to feel a certain way in our in our conscience when they add these disclaimers and censor things uh, is there anything that you can think of that would be worth censoring? That's that was a question I wanted to ask. We talked about cuties today because we were talking. Yes, we, we were did. talking yeah. about um, the the court case in in France and then the court case in Texas being thrown out. I right. looked about 
like to find what's happening with the court case in France and I didn't find any yeah. new Regarding information cuties. about it. Yeah. yeah. So is that something so it's like uh, when we talk censorship it, it's not say it's not it's not like you can be uh, one size fits all with this type of thing. There's That's a, true. there's a difference there. And to be fair, I have not seen it. I'm not going to see it. Absolutely so not. I don't, I can't actually comment. I read some of the people who who made comments to the to the positive and I said, "Look, I'm not going to judge because I have no idea. I just know that a lot of people that I do trust to have nuanced opinions did not support it." Right. right. Yeah. So, I don't think that you need to watch it to be able to say, "Hey, you know what? This is a really bad idea. Yeah. We shouldn't be giving money to people who are monetizing taking advantage of children." And that's putting it very mildly, I know. And I think that with something like um cuties, it's easy to that's simple. I feel like it actually is binary. It's very black and white. You can say mm -hmm. we will not be giving platform to um, shows that take advantage of young children, yep. like 18 years and above. Yeah, I'm not sure why. It might have to do with the fact that cancel culture is becoming uh, more of a product these days. Cancel culture? Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, these streaming services are trying very hard to have the appearance of being open and free like pro free expression when in reality they have a very tight leash on what they allow yeah or at the very least they're they're very targeted and, and coordinated with the yeah. one of the things that i read a lot of that we don't really ever talk about here is i like to read about like where netflix is putting their their money as far as like a prospective future employer like uh future projects like they have deals with barack obama and his production company where they uh start predicting or like they, they they predict where's Thank culture you. going Ooh. and then they want to start uh putting money into those production it's not always about the project it's about the production company because they know that uh a george Peel is going to create a certain type of art. Uh, a, a, a Ryan Reynolds is going to create a certain type of art. Right. Uh, most of these bigger name celebrities own their own production companies now that are at least partially involved in the movies that they make, right? At least to some financial extent. Yeah. So it's interesting to see where that money's going. We saw um, Barack Obama leave, uh, what was he, left Spotify? Yeah. He and, didn't but, leave, he got kicked. But, but then he went to Amazon and uh, I forget what there's, Audible? Yeah. yeah so, so he's got like a deal with Audible now. So there, it's a, it's very interesting where all this stuff goes. It was even funnier, they, they kicked uh, Harry and Meghan off yeah. too. Yeah. Great. I would too. They just didn't produce yet. any content. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, that's the worst. Like you just like you get this big deal and they're just like, yeah, we're just not going to do anything. Yep, sounds yeah. like them. Before we go on, I just have to say, I think that for Paramount, instead of putting a disclaimer at the beginning of every movie, you should just have them have it be part of what people sign, like the user agreement. I understand Ooh. that there might be content on this platform that I, I don't. And I think that I forget which company that was uh, there was that was doing this, but they were like, hey, there might be stuff here that you don't agree with. If you're really uncomfortable with it, you can leave. I think that's great. I agree. I think that's a good like broad brush. That way you don't have to like call it out of certain movies or whatever. There was uh, some uh, super chats in there, Ari. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hava Owen said, companies can drum up their own drama sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, well, in this case, I don't know if this is necessary. This article isn't connected to Paramount. It's just off a, uh, a statement that Bob Backish made. Uh, for him, uh, he's kind of, he's an interesting case. I was reading into him more today. He's kind of on the outs with a lot of the other like larger scale CEOs. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got his own, like uh, Viacom CBS is like a larger conglomerate, but he's not up there with like Zaslav taking over Warner Brothers, right. uh, Warner Discovery, or Reed Hastings or Re is it Reed Hastings and um, Ted Saradon, uh, Sarandos uh, at Netflix uh, or even uh, technically you could even call Jeff Bezos still I mean he's not the board the chairman anymore at 
uh, Amazon, yeah. but the people who run these companies, and uh, it seems that Backish is a little bit on the like. He seems like more of like a, a black sheep of the of that cr- of that camp of people. Yeah, good so. for him. Mm-hmm. In the sense that he's not going along with all the same. They like I was reading an article where they they, they stopped including him in these like they, they go on these retreats where all these CEOs from like these like these gazillion dollar companies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I would love to see a like a reality show about like having to work as like a service industry person at one of those retreats while like gazillion dollar CEOs are all there at one time. But like he's not show. he's not included in yeah. a lot he's of them a, now. He's not included in the little billionaire reindeer games. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they do trust falls. I wonder if they do I'm trust sure falls. I'm sure they do. Very bonding experience. <laughs> Johnny Beck also gave us a thumbs up. Thank you. Thank you. Nicholas Grenier said, Master Volume is way too low. I have since since turned it up. Perfect. Hopefully Uh, it's better. Waffle Sensei, he changed his name back. Waffle Sensei said, if it's illegal to censor it and report it, if it's not illegal, then grow a spine and maybe change some minds. Yeah. Well, then the question is, like, uh, with Cuties, was that, uh, having not seen it, was it uh, illegal. I think that the reason you, there are court cases against it is because good, they think it was potentially illegal. Depending yeah. on where, you know, depending on where what it was country, made, what yeah. country, yeah. So, uh, Correct. We'll also, have to someone see. asked what my last name is. It's, it's Morgan. It's oh, not okay. a secret. <laughs> okay. It's not a <laughs> secret. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We were going to go on and we're going to talk about Amber Heard because it's the topic that will never go away. Uh, Literally uh, ever. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. All right, so it says Amber Heard dunk uh, dunks. I was going to say I'm going to dunk on Amber Heard, but I screwed it up. <laughs> Amber Heard inks deal for tell-all book about marriage to Johnny Depp. I would love to meet a writer who uh, types inks deal for anything that has to do with sign- making a book deal and just chooses to not say it. Yes, thank like, you for not. Break the break the cycle, man. You don't have to say inks deal for every time somebody gets a publishing deal. <laughs> you don't have to do it. it. She took you a don't... big feather pen, dipped <laughs> she it in licked a... it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She <laughs> dipped it in a little bottle of ink, and she this this headline it. says she will dish. Oh, How? Yeah. If okay, if like something <laughs> as vague as that Washington Post <laughs> op-ed got her in she what is it eight million dollars in the hole. <laughs> This seems like a bad idea. No, I don't think that you would be happy like, if you saw this. Yeah, that was all. That. that case was a, a libel case, right? Or slander? Or? Yeah, uh, defamation. Defamation. Uh, so it says the defamation trial might be over, but Amber Heard isn't finished with discussing her relationship with Johnny Depp just yet. Because she's having. Because this is a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, such a bad idea. Uh, aired on television and streaming online for millions around the world to see the trial stemmed from Depp and her uh, Depp suing Heard over allegations that the, she was that he was the victim that she was the victim of domestic violence. He was seeking fifty million dollars. We'll go down to the basically he won eight point five or something million dollars because he won ten million, she won two million, so he has to cancels count, out. Cancel Here, that here's out. Here's a theory: Elon Musk. She has some kind of dirt on him i'm sure yeah she has and this dirt is, on this elon is, musk this is actually her way of getting at him like punishing him for something she i think she should be using him to pay debt like, i'll write yeah. a book and then you'll have to pay for that yeah is her <laughs> child with elon the dirt that she needs on him or that, well we don't know if that's true that's that's hannah claire's like well it's <laughs> sort of a wink wink nudge nudge did she yeah. like preserve eggs or something I, that was uh, my she froze her eggs yes. yeah yeah okay so it says she uh, can still have more <laughs> 
It says, in any case, the feud between the two could also be heated back up in light of the news that Hurt is writing a tell-all book about the marriage. Uh, uh, reports that Hurt is, thank whoop. you, reports that Hurt has signed a multi-million dollar deal to write the book, uh, in part because she's, uh, uh, the broke actress is not in a position to turn down money. Like, I'm literally getting creepy OnlyFans vibe. Like, that was like a bunch of people making memes, like, you know, this is always, you Ew. can make your money back. Like, people I don't were, like that. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, she's not in a position to turn down money. An unnamed source close to Heard, uh, per the report, adds that Heard is aware that she most likely won't be getting any more high-paying gigs in Hollywood and seeks uh, sees the book as her next career move. This kind of reminds me of all the people like like an Evan Rachel Wood who like they hit a certain age and they're like, I am now not just an actress. I'm an actress and an activist. Uh, uh, like they yeah. see it as the next phase in their no. career, which is always annoying and frustrating. Uh, because remember, you should not just not be an activist. You have to be anti, actively anti-activist. Yeah. Well, that was the angle that she was going for before this trial. Yep. She wanted to be the ambassador for domestic violence. Well, you know, sh they just didn't know that she and wanted to be the, the ambassador <laughs> for domestic violence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, I never said what side of domestic yeah, violence exactly. I was on. I'm in I, favor of I it. I just <laughs> said I'm an ambassador for domestic violence. Right. <laughs> uh, Amber considers her career in Hollywood over. She she's already in talks and is excited about it. At this point, she has nothing to lose and wants to tell all. N 8.5 I can you. give you like she literally 8.5 I can give you 8.5 million reasons, reasons not to write this book <laughs> right. do I like and the other thing about this is is like she's she's probably right about one part like that like her career is going to be far more damaged about this than Depp's will even if even if he had lost he just has more institutional he had power more through before his name. this all started and that's not to say and, that, yeah. and don't take that as me saying that she was right or and saying that she that she's not a piece piece of shit. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that he just generally is going to be able to rebuild himself far more uh, adequately than she will. Another is. thing is like Johnny Depp. I I just know is like petty enough to take her right back to court over something like this. Good, he should. And that 100%. would be like just Whoa. even more salacious than the first go around. Yes. If he's already talking about not taking the money i don't know if petty is necessary well yeah his, like petty as in like my you want to stir up more drama i mean would it even be it's not about the money all? like she slandered him and he won a court case so it's like stop it you'd think she would be smart enough to realize that you know maybe just tell your friends have a glass of wine they're equally not tired of it yet i think <laughs> i know because they love talking about and it. also another thing that she's missing is like people don't want the real story yep. they just want the story they got and uh, that's they're enjoying themselves quite a lot just like imagining how awful yeah. their relationship was i can give you another reason she shouldn't write this and that's this it says amber heard's dateline interview ratings lowest of the show's Woo! season so people don't care about her side of the story. No one likes her. No yeah. one like I feel I, I almost feel bad if Don't. it wasn't for all the awful things she said. Don't. Uh so it says uh Amber Heard's bombshell interview with Savannah Guthrie, her first since the defamation trial against Johnny Depp, proved to be a ratings low for Dateline NBC. Womp, Several womp. days Exactly. I should have <laughs> saved this one for, for Womp Womp Womp, but yeah. uh, is that a segment? That's the <laughs> Well it is be. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's sort of become a segment where like the last thing of the day. I, the example I give is I have a, a, a podcast I listen to that has a thing called Sad Tweet where somebody says something really dejected on Twitter and then like they, they talk about it <laughs> or he talks about it so it's kind of like you read something and you're like oh that's really <laughs> sad <laughs> this would have been a great womp 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 segment it said like now what Johnny I want Johnny Depp to go and get his own Dateline interview and get really good ratings just so to funny. throw it in her face <laughs> just because just that would prove to me that he is in fact petty 
Yes. So it says, however, with interest in all matters surrounding the trial has dominated the headlines and social media for the past two months, viewers did not flock to watch the interview in significant numbers. New figures have revealed. So that's it says 2.3 million viewers and a point two in the demo in the main demo. Uh, that's 18 to 49. I think still. I don't know if they've lowered the age range there for the Nielsen uh, main demo. Uh, the marking dip of 18 to 50 percent week to week. The ratings also mark the news weeks. Uh, the news magazine shows record second smallest audience since November of 2021 and a season low in the demo that's I really thought that it would make do way better than that just coasting off the idea that people want to watch and tell her she's wrong apparently not it says more uh, more viewers tuned into a rerun of uh, 2020 on ABC and Friday Night Smackdown on Fox <laughs> so not that's hilarious like I said I almost feel bad for her if it wasn't it's, for it's funny I don't feel bad for her i feel bad about the direction our culture is going where we only ever want to see the downfall of people yeah. whether or not they deserve it that's kind of irrelevant to us at this point i would say me and you have been fairly like yeah we've been fair i like not i, fa- I don't know about fair like it's I not like i have haven't been. made my jokes but no, i definitely no. have not taken sides the same way that uh, yeah other, i think that we've have. been like more balanced but i don't think she's a good person it's, in a, good, no, shape or form. it's no. a good sign that like her ratings are bad because people are looking at the downfall of her and everybody's like, you know, who cares? Yeah. Go they away. Literally just don't I just care. think people care a lot more about dunking on her than about seeing Johnny Depp succeed. Yep. Mm, yeah. That's, and that's the problem. Like, uh, maybe like a, a half those people want to see him actually do like the, was there the thing like, like Captain Jack Sparrow was projected on a castle at Disney after the verdict. That's, Hilarious yeah. to me. Was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was reading something about that there. So is it normally or is it? No, I don't, yeah. I'm guessing wow. not. They probably haven't done that since uh, <laughs> since uh, the trial began. Though I, I imagine that they still heavily advertise Pirates of the Caribbean given the popularity of that franchise with kids. Yeah. Uh, for Amber Heard, it could be a pretty risky venture, but it says down here, it says, but Heard doesn't seem very concerned. Since the trial, she has already taken part in a televised interview in which she doubles down on her story uh, that Depp had violently abused her. Heard also claimed that the verdict should, uh, should serve as discouragement for other victims of domestic violence to come forward and argued that her right to free speech has been taken from her. Uh, I, I don't know if I if I agree with all that. Uh, I, I, I do know that she's determined to get sued again, it, it feels like to me. Uh, yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, Although, didn't the ACLU... He sued me and it felt like a kiss. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, <laughs> 2022. can't quit him. <laughs> also, in the, in the context of stories that won't end, they're also now saying she is once again cut from Aquaman, Aquaman 2. Oh my gosh, haven't they said that like she was, no, she's she not. Was, she was cut. And then she was in it for 10 minutes. Then she went up to 20 minutes. Then she was cut oh again. Then gosh. Amelia Clark was going to replace her. Then Nicole Kidman's scenes were going to be explained. It's the story that literally never ends. I really Can this think, movie just come, come out already? We Honestly. should just release this and Please. The Flash at the same time and get it over with. Have they already shot the movie? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's done. They're in They're in post-production now. Like So if they're doing test screenings, the, the movie shot. So they're talking about editing her out. Yeah. Yeah, like so. Th- at one point, it was like she was going to be in it for ten minutes, and then they did enough- another test screening. Like she's going to be in it for twenty minutes. Now they're saying that she's cut from it again. This is the second or third time they said she's going to be cut from it. I have a sneaking suspicion that some of these sites just want the clicks. You know what's funny is that we talked about this on IRL like a year and a half ago, mm. like forever ago, and we were all like, "Oh, we got to get Amber Heard out of freaking Aquaman," and then you know nothing happened, and here we are still talking about it going into twenty twenty three. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. They should lean into it and just have her like get sued by Aquaman in the movie. <laughs> That'd be great. Like, Mara gets sued, or they have to take a. They, I guess they wouldn't have like courts there, but like a tribunal. Yeah. Uh, for Atlantis, and she's like, you know, she's in trouble. But then they they turn it on its head, and she's innocent the whole time. And then like uh like Aquaman, Johnny Cochran comes in and saves her. That would be, or yeah, she gets her own Camille Vasquez. To come in and save her in the movie. She takes a dump on the seabed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> perfect. Seabed. Oh, yes. No. That's, no. Yeah, I love it. No. no, I love it. We should put her and Ezra Miller in a ring and see who comes out. Well, oh, I think Ezra I Miller would come before. out because yeah. she's, a oh, woman, yeah. she's a woman and he likes an to angry. hit women. So yeah, Ezra is an angry they. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some super chats in there. Oh. Yes. Thousand Foot Deep End said, finally getting to watch live after missing the last several shows. Woo! Super chatting in celebration and to welcome Andy to the show. Aw. That's nice thank of you. you. Yeah. Say thank Guys. you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Thousand Foot Deep End. Guys. Aw, <laughs> shucks. Aw, shucks. Kiernoth said, pirated or digital copies of physical media are often the best way to preserve media. Does the common Netflix viewer know what an MKV or MP? file is OGG. Uh, I literally yeah. have to convert all my files whenever we're in OBS Salem from MKVs to MP4s. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. When we're doing this, it, it's, it's but uh, what I would what I used to do uh, or somebody with a na- thank, thank you. you somebody with a name similar to mine used to do this where he would buy the <laughs> DVDs. Um, and then he would torrent them so that he didn't have to put a new DVD in. That was in. Branthavik. That, that was Brett. somebody named Branthavik. I don't know. <laughs> it, he's very similar to me, but he's not me. Used to do that yeah, yeah. a Evil long twin. time ago so that he wouldn't have to put, like, because right. I'm a lazy American, I don't want to have to get up every four episodes and put a new DVD in. I want to be able to put a full playlist of all nine seasons into VLC Media Player and just watch the whole thing start to finish until I'm 500 pounds. But it's okay. Is everyone familiar with this, though? <laughs> you could have Probably one not, external right? hard drive with every DVD you ever bought easily have plenty of room left over there may or may not be one just like that in I, my room <laughs> <laughs> ideally with um no drm on any of it which is part of the problem and when you buy something on amazon if you um you know lose access to that account or something or if they just decide for instance like uh, remember when they uh, took away um 1984 from mm-hmm. yep. people's like people had it on their readers and they deleted off of people's devices Andy's far too erudite for this show. He's like, yeah, he, wow. We're talking movies and TV, stuff. and he's like, I was reading this book, right? Like, oh, like, okay. Books. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, speaking of pirating, Caper2x said, Morgan, like the captain? <gasps> oh. R. Oh. <laughs> uh. You have to say it in a pirate voice, Mary. You can't read that and not say it in a pirate voice. Like Margot Robbie? Yes. Yeah. Does that make me Margot Robbie then? I suppose. I, you are this show's Margot Robbie, yes. <laughs> G, I don't know if that's an L or an I, Sasik said, score one for IRL promotion last night. Yeah. Yes. I, we have to shill for pop culture on IRL yep. as yeah. much as possible. You're not shilling, you're just shouting it out. Yep. Every <laughs> time people do that, I'm, I'm always very appreciative, that's so thank you. Yeah. Shill it up. Yeah. Uh, unavailable ID name said, Amber Heard, I just lost a multi-million dollar defamation lawsuit for an op-ed. So I'm going to do a tell-all book yeah. for staff. Oh, that's a great idea. Do it. Johnny Depp calls his lawyer. So how much do you think we can get this time? Maybe everybody <laughs> around her just hates her. <laughs> that, that, that's yeah. completely like the... Like the seems seem plausible, doesn't yeah. it? They're all, they've all secretly got pictures of Johnny Depp like as their phone backgrounds. Like, <laughs> That'd the, be so funny. The, and they they were wa- saying that about her lawyer. Yeah. That's Bredahoff. really funny. Yep. 
a thousand foot deep end said andy's mic volume is still a little low compared to everyone oh else. no is this oh. better telling us there you go. I'm, I'm a low talker He's i'm low, sorry he is it, it yeah was, uh, something i for, i foresaw and still did not correct this Boo. is this is my fault guys i i thought i was projecting i'm sorry i'll just turn up the volume <laughs> on andy get yeah. him get him cued in on something he's really excited about all right so we are gonna i don't know how excited he would be about get him yelling about yeah. <laughs> about netflix but i'm gonna talk about netflix Woo. so it says netflix has a message for hollywood we're still spending money okay. and this is uh, this is more about like uh there's also layoffs coming which is what i want to get into but it's interesting to me how these companies spend their money, and I'm going to get into more about uh, these other content providers. But it says, uh, in the wake of a massive stock slide triggered by a subscriber dip during the first quarter, Netflix CEO, CEO Ted Sarandos, head of global film Scott Stuber, or Stubber, Stuber sounds cooler to me, and head of global television uh, Bella Baharia, have launched a charm offensive, stretch, uh, stressing to top creators and agents that they will continue to spend aggressively to make and market movies and shows. In calls and in-person meetings, sources say that they have positioned the April stock drop as a setback, reassuring filmmakers and showrunners that they remain well-capitalized uh, well and inform them that they don't believe the answer to their current predicament is to stop competing for buzzy content. And the thing is, they're right. You cannot stagnate. When this is your only business... You cannot stagnate. True. A lot of these other companies, whether we want to talk about Amazon, which is, uh, it's hilarious that Amazon is literally so big that they just like, Prime is just like, meh, we'll, we'll drop a crap ton of money, but it's, they make 90% of their money elsewhere. It's not like right. they, you get Amazon Prime for free, literally just so that you can have the, the a lot of people have Amazon Prime and have never watched something on Amazon Prime right. in their life because they use it for the free shipping for Amazon products. Did you, uh, so I'm going to talk about these, um, these content budgets, which is what it's all about. So if you imagine these companies, every year they set a budget on what they're going to spend on content, and that's what they're talking about mm -hmm. here, where this money's going to go. Uh, the numbers for Amazon Prime, uh, $13 billion in 2021. Uh, and all of these have jumped by double-digit percentages in the last couple of years. Uh, so if, out of all these pro providers, what do we want to think about? Amazon Prime, Netflix, Disney, uh, Apple, Peacock, uh, Viacom, CBS with Paramount. Who do you think spends the most? Netflix. On creating content. On, on content creation. I think Netflix. Netflix? I think so too. They seem to be the most oversaturated. Okay. All right, so we've got uh, so we've got Amazon Prime with 13 billion, HBO Max with 18 billion. <gasps> wow. But that's what? not just eight, that's HBO Max, that's HBO, Holy that's crap. CNN. So that's not just H oh, that's okay. H like big that's news yes. HBO owns CNN. HBO No, no, uh, Warner Media. Oh, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Warner Media. So the the conglomerates uh, bundled some of these together like right. with the, so there's multiple owned by that one so viacom cbs which is paramount paramount plus and their television bro broadcasting uh is is that one three billion or yeah viacom cbs is 14 billion so that's paramount plus and up then you have peacock three billion apple tv which is oddly enough or apple is the highest uh estimated company with a 2.7 trillion dollar uh, evaluation for the company of Apple spends about six billion on content. Netflix seventeen billion. Disney Plus thirty two billion dollars. Wow. Okay, what? that makes sense. Disney I don't know where the like, money's going because it didn't like, go into Kenobi. It know, sure right? didn't because that looks cheap. It looks like a like worse than fan made. Thirty two billion dollars. And, and some of these evaluations are also like for the pre previous year. Like they're like. Apple TVs is basically a guess because they're very, very guarded with what they spend their money on. Uh, but Peacock, $3 billion, But Peacock is also way smaller than all those other companies. 
Like I yeah. can't admit. So so if they're spending uh, in Netflix's seventeen billion will be the same this year and next year. They're not ramping it up because I, I'm guessing they realize that we're walking into a recession and they're going to at the very least keep it the same. This is such I, a cell phone. Yep. I understand that you're saying you can't stagnate, but I feel like Netflix is so far from that that they need to like slow down yeah. and. I understand that they're like shifting their focus to quality over quantity, but like the just the sheer uh, number of releases that they like original series that they've had is like overwhelming, and they all like ninety nine percent of it sucks. And remember, uh, Disney is not just Disney Plus; it's also Hulu mm. is part of that, oh, and yeah, spo- okay. and and uh, ESPN. Oh, Disney owns Hulu. Disney owns. Uh, well, they have a majority stake in Hulu. I think seventy or eighty percent. Boom. Um, okay. So that that's across all those platforms. So all this money is getting dumped into it, and you still on most people on one hand, most people could list the amount of stuff they actually like from these companies. Uh, I guess the idea here is that if you're if you're looking to market globally, like the shows the the five shows that people in America are going to list as the highest aren't necessarily the ones that are going to be the highest viewed in uh, in Africa or France or Russia. If Russia still had all these things, Russia doesn't have the Russia's been blocked from having. They're better these. off for it, probably. Yeah, honestly. Plus they legal plus they legalized uh, pirating. Oh, good for them. Yeah, you nice. can just kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. He's like, thanks, Putin. <laughs> so it says it also mentioned that their content budgets are locked for 2022 and 2023. 17 billion spent in 2021 and expects to shell out the same this year. A source familiar with the company says that the agency and creator check-ins are routine. So they're checking in with uh, people that they're looking to make content for them. Uh, it says Netflix has made two recent moves that signal a willingness to spend big money. On May 21st, the streamer dropped $50 million on the feature film package Pain Hustlers from Emily Blunt and David Yates, uh, both of who have very strong profiles in Hollywood. Yates especially is uh, a fairly big name behind the scenes. Uh, one of these years, can so that was a big film at Cannes this year, you know, the one we talked about with... Uh, Creepville, Just, yeah. 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 Uh, so it says, uh, and then they also set up, the, they're doing a Squid Games-inspired reality show based on the, the television show Squid Games. Squid Game just got a new season, didn't they? Could be fun. Yes. Uh, so it says, but producers and production companies have already begun bracing for belt tightening as uh, the streamer had a second round of layoffs expected this week. Uh, they're expecting about the same amount of people, about 150 people, probably U.S.-based and most likely uh, independent. <clears throat> Excuse me. You good? Independent contractors as well as uh, employees. It's. I found it interesting <coughs> when I found out that they only have like eleven thousand employees 11, because if you think about it, um, and then think about the amount of them that are actually influential in the company. Yep. There's so few people controlling so much of what we consume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also really bothered me back when they they had that subscriber drop of like what two hundred thousand that. Everyone was acting like Netflix is going broke. Get woke, go broke. Like this is awesome. And then, like I just think that was completely astroturfed. Like oh, yeah. they're doing just fine, and they're not even thinking about uh, budgeting differently. A lot of the YouTubers that I love, it's a lot of times whenever some, whenever there's like a, a stock drop or something, they tend to overblow yeah. just how bad it is for. The, I'm like they're like they're. If anything, that's a good time to buy if you want if if you wanted to if yeah. you wanted to be ghoulish and you paid attention to just the scandals, you could find all the great times to buy for these companies. Yeah. So it says, but here this one does. Uh, this is an article from Variety where they're talking about the layoffs. 
uh, and it says that there there would be more rounds of pink slipping in 2022. Uh, and then it says Netflix's stock has had a precipitous slide, and the company has lost nearly 70% of its value since it revealed this spring that it had shed nearly 200,000 subscribers. I just never got the feeling that it was actually that dire. Yeah. Like, no, no. Maybe it's also because I don't like the idea of like uh, echo chambering myself and feeling like, I, you know, you're like, oh, it's all, this is the end for as them. As much as I would love to have some news that Netflix was uh, going downhill, they're clearly not. But it says right here, it says they, they, the Wall Street triggered a, uh, the, the 200,000 subscriber loss spooked Wall Street and triggered a sell-off. Shares that were trading north of 600 in January today are worth 175 a share. Mm. So that is a large drop. Okay, drop. Yeah. sure. But also, like, the only people who understand this are the people who yeah. do it for a living. And uh, we're also sinking into a recession so it's not just them everyone's you know, going to they're suffer. not uniquely it's not like unique to them so what should they do uh if, if, okay so th i've long said that most of these companies need to stop focusing on 200 million dollar movies and make 50 million dollar movies like joker and focus on story on, on storytelling and locking in cast that will work and the best way you can do that is like you will get a great actor to work for less money if they're given something really good to work with or they're yeah. given some amount of control over what they're making. They, right. There was a thing recently about Oscar Isaac saying that he had been burnt out on his career recently, but the stuff he's making this year, he was given more creative control over the process and that reinvigorated his love for the work he does. So what you do is you say, look, uh, I'll use Chris Evans as an example because he's still considered a very big person in Hollywood and they got him recently. I know. Yeah. They got him Cringe. recently for The Gray Man coming out. So, you know, Chris Evans, who has a very large profile, uh, you don't say, like, look, we're making this $200 million Netflix movie. You say, look, we're making a $50 million movie, but we want you involved in the process from start to finish, whether that's through your own production company. And most, like I said, most of these actors have their own production companies now once they're reaching that level. You can get them by focusing on smaller budgets but giving these actors uh, and creatives more control over what they're doing. But then they have to sacrifice their branding a little bit, right? Mm. Because they have to have everything has to be on brand. And when the only thing you make is movies, you have to be very conscious of the stuff you're making. So what do they do? Do they focus on smaller movies or do they move to different, do they look to do ads like Netflix is talking about doing later this year? How do they belt tighten through the recession? Yeah, the having a free version of it with ads is probably the best idea because I know, like, you hate ads. I vomit at this mere concept like, of ads. most people, I don't think they mind because you're... Most people are wrong. Yeah, I mean, but people are turning their brains off anyways, so it's sort of like it's all the same. If I'm going to turn my brain off and have a product sold to me, it better be the movie and not the damn... It better be in product it be placement. Yeah, yeah. It, be I be it better be the Michael Bay uh, Mountain Dew ads and all the Transformers <laughs> I just, movies. I, I don't know about, like how they'll choose which films to to produce or not yeah. like i find it ridiculous that these big studios will just like pour cash into like marvel movies that are just absolutely trash and then something make like them a lot of money sure but it's just like 
it's also one of those things now you have to remember that when, when, when they brand a Marvel movie or when they brand a Disney movie or, or, I'm, or like, a, like a Pixar movie, you're not branding the movie. You're branding all the toys, right. all the yeah. park rides, everything that comes along with that. The, the success of the movie is almost secondary to what that character... They just released the Buzz but Lightyear movie. these are things movie. that I don't think have lasting value or like cultural memory absolutely no i'm speaking from the business side of it like culturally yeah in order for that like extra stuff like merch and toys and and like all that to actually matter you need to make something that people actually care about which is few and far in between and i like Doctor Strange isn't one of them. No, we we we've, we've become like a Doctor Strange hate channel. Cause well, we, it's just like <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is like just absolutely garbage CGI, mindless popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. That's not something that people are invested in. Not long term. Oh, long I guess, term. Um, like my my main thing with it is like. I'm surprised by how many people remember so much of these movies. Like to me, it's in one ear and out the other. Like it doesn't like there are very few of them that have stuck with how me. How do people nerd out about something like that? Look, like it, how ten you, years ago was a different time. Those movies were uh, culturally, f- uh, they were a cultural phenomenon ten yeah. years ago. It was a different time. Yeah. I think Captain America: Winter Soldier is an objectively excellent movie, but that's the exception and not the rule with those franchises. I uh, like the first Doctor Strange. The I remember almost I was nothing really about it. Disappointed to hear that the second one was yeah. apparently terrible. I would almost I, I would rather that Benedict Cumberbatch just went back to doing Sherlock. No, yeah. Like yeah. Sherlock. He was, yeah. He was yeah. I agree. Yeah, role, yeah. yeah. agreed. We are literally getting like rains. Uh, I don't know if they can hear. I don't think they can, hear, don't think they can oh, yeah. hear the thunderstorm. Okay, <laughs> we can hear Hopefully, it though. Um, we don't get a power outage if there's a. Well, if there is, we apologize. It's already happened like, before. We, we apologize in advance. Uh, Disney is expected to spend $33 billion in content in 2022 and Netflix around 17. Streaming companies have become more intentional about uh, those investments moving forward, a trend that's already begun at Netflix and promised at HBO Max uh, as each will deliver outsized value to consumers. And we talked also, remember, they had the thing where they said fewer, like instead of, uh, the example was, instead of uh, two $10 million movies make one $20 $20 million movie. You size that up and you say instead of making two $50 million movies make $100 million movie. But then that's going to end up being the CGI crap. Like yep. there's no reason to spend $100 million on a movie unless right. it's going to be full of CGI garbage. But it takes less money to make a movie that has less of that production value yeah. and more story and yep. character depth. Joker, $50 million yeah. price tag, yep. made a billion dollars without China. Correct. Um, the, the tricky position that netflix is in is like you've got amazon which you know they have a huge amount of overhead to to work you know work with because of all of the other business associated with amazon Mm -hmm. and then like disney they've got like you know a million different things including like the the amusement parks and all the promotional things that they do and then netflix is literally just making just movies movies and tv yeah and hb and uh and hbo warner is mostly media but it's 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 uh spread out over multiple platforms but also like uh amazon just bought mgm just bought it 
uh, I don't know where, I didn't even realize till recently that Universal is owned by Comcast. So these aren't all uh, in, you know, owned by one or two companies. They're actually fairly spread out over these massive conglomerates. I feel like they can hear that. They, it's really I, can loud. you guys? Can Holy anyone cow. in the chat let hear the know. thunder? Yeah, I think it it's adds literally to the going to. Right. It's literally going to. It'd be cool if we could get the lights to flicker, but yeah. not go off. <laughs> but That'd not go good. off. Yeah. Some super chat. If you can hear the yes. thunder. Yeah. yeah there you right. go. Uh, some super chats there. Dizwiz sent a currency that I do not recognize, saying mm. for Mary. So thank you. Let me see. Uh, I think that was it. Nope, there's oh, one more. Diz was also sent 5,000 of the same currency. <laughs> Not sure what it is. Saying, don't know about Netflix falling apart, but glad to hear Prince South Harry Korea. and Diana Wannabe's show got canceled. <laughs> yeah. That is true. That's from South Korea. They're, they're such like Kardashian wannabes. Yeah. Like they really want to be... Uh, relevant for their own sake, yep. and they're just not. I've been I've been rewatching episodes of Suits, and, and Meghan Markle's great in that show, Ugh. and it's, it actually bums me out that she's she so, so. It's yeah. crazy to me that she actually like had a career. Oh yeah, before she, she was pretty successful. I uh, don't know. She's she I was, mean, like relatively a nobody. She's like a C list. Yeah. You th you think of her as uh, B maybe lower? Uh, I would say. B list. Yeah, I so don't know. We should actually come up with an actual tier for those one day. All right, are we ready for Podluck? Yes. Let's All right, do it. we're going to do it. Love so luck. it says Oh, uh, Bill Cosby found liable of sexually assaulting 16 year old girl. Oh, boy. What a depressing way to start Podluck. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so it's uh, basically, uh, if you guys don't know, back in 1975, he was at the Playboy Mansion uh, and he um, did. Awful. Thank you. I don't. Should, can we like avoid going into extreme <laughs> detail here? Yeah. yeah um, so he, it's pretty gross. He did awful stuff, uh, and and the person sued. Now it was what? Where this was in seventy five, and it's been how long now? So that's like uh, forty years. She's in her sixties, right? Yeah, she yeah. is. She got yeah. half a mil from him. That's not that much. So it says uh, she says that uh, when she was sixteen, uh, she and a seventeen year old friend met Cosby on a film set in a park. She claimed that Cosby invited them to accompany them to the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> So a few weird. days later he invited them to, to go yes uh, she weird. testified that Cosby was alone with her in a bedroom I will let you guys read that on screen if you want to if you want uh, yeah, it, says, uh, it wasn't nice yes it was a uh, he did bad stuff inappropriate it, he it was like um it's it's what they accused uh um Louis CK yeah. of. but it, no it's worse yeah, it's worse it's worse um, uh, so yeah, it, it's it's bad stuff. Uh, and he did attend the trial. And remember, he got out recently. Yeah. He's not in jail anymore. Yeah, he he got out. He, his conviction was overturned. And if you think that that what he did is uh, infuriating, then you have to read this headline, which is twice as infuriating. It says he's not sweating 500k verdict against him. That's all. Booyah, he says. Which dates him? Booyah. He said booyah. <laughs> that's what his legal. Team I mean, I mean, said. that's what yeah. it says here in yeah. the thing. I don't know if that's actually what he said. His legal team was happy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. There's a quote. Booyah. Seemingly, did, he didn't seemingly didn't care that he was found liable in a civil suit accusing him of uh, assaulting a 16-year-old girl, cheering over the phone when he found out the whole thing was only going to cost him $500,000. This was at one time America's dad, ladies and gentlemen. I think some people just don't feel remorse. He probably doesn't. Like, I think he's just one of those people. Was, yeah, was it Dane was telling us a story earlier about like he, like he said that Bill Cosby would like sit at like a long table on one side and like all the people like that worked on the set would be, sit on the other side and had to eat like uh, yeah. like like old stale food and he would eat like really good food and like just stare at them and talk about how hard he that's how so much harder he worked weird. than everyone. I can't confirm that because Dane said that, but I if that's true, well, it just proves it. you how creepy. If Dane said it, we know it's true. <laughs> we know it's questionable. No. Wait, so is this a, is this an actual quote? This is kind of bothering me. It says that's all booyah. 
That's all. Single quotes. Does that mean it was actually said by him, or is that like kind of their interpretation of his? According reaction? to whoever was like privately corresponding with him, it's down in two quotes here. Oh, in, in, wow. yeah. It says uh, why Wyatt says that he let Cosby know the jury only awarded his accuser five hundred k. Cosby responded, "What? That's all." Followed with uh, followed up with booyah. There's a I, 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 I okay. I remember when um, the guy who played. Uh, um, I can't remember his name from the, from in the in the Justice League movie. The guy who plays um, what's what's the character's name? Don't ask me. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, from the I'm Justice sorry. League. Plays who in the Justice League? <laughs> oh, Brett. He's a man. He's a. I'm yes. I'm I'm, I'm blanking right now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so, but, uh, but the, 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 the yeah the, <laughs> the 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 point is I was gonna say it's the Adam, but it's not the Adam. But the point is that the character says booyah in the comics, booyah. and then like the actor didn't want to say it in the movie because he thought it was offensive. <laughs> That's uh, my favorite part. Offensive? Booyah. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was offensive. Oh, yeah. It's, it does Stereoty- come from racially stereotypical. Uh, uh, Jamaican patois. No. Oh, there is you it? go. Yeah. Booyah. No. I didn't okay. even know that. I love it. Now okay. I want to use it all the time. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Oh, my gosh, patois. Ah. It's going to haunt Andy's me all canceled. day that I can't think of it. Chet Hanks. Oh, what yeah. If it, yeah, what if it was Chet Hanks? So it says, <laughs> uh, we're told Bill was able to get uh, get on the phone with two jurors who had sided with him, thanking both women for being on the right side of equal rights and social justice. Okay. Mm, wow. That's a little sus. That's really creepy. I don't like that. I mean, I knew that he was a creep, but I didn't think that he would be so, like, coldly, like, that's all booyah. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Bless you. Okay. <laughs> really Bless you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Theatrical. I love it. <laughs> what was that about, Mary? I'm just surprised that, like, you know, doesn't he Storming, have any, like, I guess sneezing. he doesn't care about PR anymore whatsoever. He's yeah, no, like, well, well, long, he's long been anyway. ruined for that. That's yeah. right. No he doesn't deal. have to because he, he can just rest he's on rich. the money he's, he's made. He's old. Yeah. So. It's unfortunate how many people are like this in the entertainment industry that are not named. Like they can. Thank you. They know that they have immunity because of their money. Oh my God. Ezra Miller is one of them. Yeah, yes, I, yeah. I just, I was like, yes. Thank you, Waffle Waffle Sensei. I literally us. went and looked it up. Yeah, Ooh. I'm. I'm sorry. I, I'm. How I'm did he? Today. How could he possibly have known what I you were saying? Like, it's like that one guy. He knows. He knew who says booyah. Because that's this, that's the what the character says in the comics. I was just blanking. Okay. On. Thank <laughs> you, Waffle Sensei. There must Sensei. be a certain kind of freedom that comes with being like you know, that rich. him or like uh, with OJ Simpson now, where you've been like a fully like completely destroyed uh in terms of your you know public image and it's just like now you can just do whatever you want thank and you. you're rich thank so. you that's right so it says uh it's just we're told cosby plans on filing an appeal <laughs> it's like why <laughs> it's wh- why f- file an appeal I, I guess is that to prove that uh, to to like maintain his innocence like uh but what would be the point of that he clearly doesn't care what people think anymore yep uh, so well, it's yeah. probably better in case there's any more legal battles, which it seems like there likely there will be. There might yeah. be, definitely. You know, so yeah. if, you, if there's a precedent set in one case, then uh, a second legal battle can potentially use that against you. That's a good point. Maybe that's trying to get ahead of it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it was really bothering me that I couldn't remember Ray Fisher because that was like a whole thing with him and <laughs> him and Joss Whedon and everything. It shouldn't have been me that couldn't remember that. You but guys I, but should I, do trivia. Ask it, people to I, just super chat their answers. That, uh, that, I apologize, guys. Uh, he calls himself a podcast host. How Are you kidding you? me? You uh, have a pop culture pop. podcast. Well, me, me and Mary talk about this all the time. <laughs> like, anytime like, somebody re- like references something and you're like, I don't know what that is, they're like, oh, oh my oh, God. Every pop culture <laughs> reference to ever exist ever you don't remember episode four of season two of darkwing duck you're a freaking yeah, failure you're a 
post. How did you, you even get a PhD in pop culture anyway? Yeah, right? I, well, yeah, I, I didn't get my PhD. That would be um, terrifying. I, no, I got my equivalency PhD. Oh, wow. For your PED. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's not good. We don't want PED. All right. This, this next one's going to make Lydia very happy. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> yes, Twista, who the funny thing about this is, is one of my earliest memories is like somebody giving me a Twista album when I was in junior high <laughs> and he's been around that long. Uh, I feel two years old when you yeah. say things like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love this so We're much. very diverse here. Yeah, we We're are. Very diverse I love here. It. We're representing everyone. So I it love says, it. Uh, Twista knows that gun violence is a huge issue in his hometown, and he believes educating the public on proper firearms usage can go a long way towards making the country safer. He is correct. He is absolutely correct. 100%. I concur. The Chicago yes. rap veteran joined TMZ Live <laughs> Tuesday you. to discuss his firearm education course, The Gun Camp. I mean, not the best. Not the best name but no we'll, it's we'll straightforward it's branding straightforward so you get what you pay for memorable yeah, yeah okay so he <laughs> trains civilians to be smart with weapons this is brilliant why don't we have more of this we should have more of yes. this so it says in the wake of the buffalo and vadi shootings uh, not to mention the continued uh, spree shootings in chicago yeah chicago is like uh, it's a it's it's a kind of a war Chirac, zone rock uh, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, gun control and reform are once again front burner debate topics and that's because chicago has some of the strictest gun laws in the country as we all know mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't ever seem to help but twist is firmly embracing the blame the people and not guns theory hold on this sounds very dismissive but he's entirely correct the, the, this is one of the more edit the, there is some slight editorialization, editorialization yeah. from tmz here normally tmz is very good but uh if you want to go do you want to go ahead and read it with it okay so he this is weird grammar but he repeated the oft-used line about it being the person behind the gun who ultimately makes fatal decisions oh that's okay okay he's entirely correct where is the lie if you take a knife this is a problem they're having in london and have had for a really long time they're taking knives off the street and they're trying to get all of them they end up running running rounding up things like sewing needles yep. and spoons and forks and it's like what are you doing you're trying to stop a problem by taking these things out of circulation more people die working. from like being hit with a brick or like like a rock every right. year than right than, they die by hands guns by hands literally like physical punch you in the face. you're uh you're punching someone in the face is uh you have more of a likelihood of killing someone that way these days it's ridiculous. Anyway, it goes on as the AR-15, which according to polls, most Americans support banning. That is no. I would want to see though. I want to see those. See if you if you're gonna say according to polls, I expect that what polls poll? to be the underlined. Polls, I expect which... that to be a hyperlink to a poll. I'm sure there are polls. I'm that sure. Say that. Sure. Whatever polls say, whatever you want them. The to polls do. on the Young Let's Turks poll Instagram. Right here right now. Yeah. <laughs> the polls on the Young Turks Twitter page exactly. tells us that most Americans occupy support, Democrats. Yes, yeah. yeah. Most Americans support Let's take banning. A poll poll of all on the Anna Kasparian's Instagram. Yes. Twista says that there are many misconceptions about the rifle frequently used in mass shootings. First of all, that rifle is not even frequently used in mass shootings. Nope. It's typically handguns. Hand Just to clear that up, all right, TMZ. And the average person doesn't hmm. know that they think that it's uh, that it's uh, that it's selective fire, or they or they think that it's autom- right. an automatic they weapon it's when an automatic it's not. Weapon. It's and not. as though those mass shootings would not have happened had they not had yeah, access exactly. to that specific gun. Or nor do they know that the AR-15 is just one model of many guns that are built similar. Right. He's yep. optimistic that if people open up to the no- up, open up to the notion that there can be positive ways to use firearms, such as organized competitions, they'll get past what he calls negative vibes portrayed in the news. He's again entirely correct, hmm. and TMZ needs to do their homework. Yep. I want to know how you guys feel about it being uh, an entertainer doing this, because usually when entertainers speak out on social issues or anything political, it's just like. T- 
tiring. It's yeah. just I be, think that's what we're seeing with TMZ. Because they find that they they like think of themselves of mm. as like a, like authorities on morality yeah. or I make a lot of money, therefore I Yeah, know yeah, that they can tell everyone else what to think. Right. And in a way he is kind of doing that from his own perspective. Yeah. He's allowed to do that, but um People How do you guys always, feel about that? People always say entertainers shouldn't like speak out on social issues. I think that anybody that wants to speak out about any kind of social or political issue should. And if you have a stupid opinion, mm-hmm. then people, people can laugh at you, hear you, and make fun of you. Exactly. The problem is we that's attra- all it needs to be. The yeah. problem is that we as a society have turned to celebrities as like actual gurus, gurus, or yes. as if as if they're actually people that are knowledgeable on certain topics. Because they make money. They should be treated just as anybody else is treated when you hear them talk about a subject. It's like, does what he says make sense? How, right. much, mm-hmm. how much credentials, you know, does he have to, to back up what he's saying? And I guess the problems arise when they use the medium of our entertainment as the way to push that message instead of in their own personal capacity. Yeah. Right. Right. This is very clearly just, you know, so, uh, justice. This is clearly something that he, like, personally feels convicted in and is doing something about. Yeah. I kind of want to donate so that Andy can get a, a crisis party. Yes, I, it's, that I, would be great. Wanna, he deserves yeah. a crisis Andy party. Deserves worms? Is it, did he set up the worms? Yes, yes. <laughs> we have you to eat like, worms. You have yeah. to catch eat them the like worms. snowflakes you on your tongue. tongue. You have to <laughs> catch eat It's going to be like Nickelodeon. Yeah. slime. Please no. Please no. I... I do believe, like like you said, I think uh, Chris Evans' Twitter opinion should carry the same weight as Joe Schmo thirty two yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who me and Mary are, are very good friends with Joe. Yeah, Joe Schmo, we do. He's love very Joe special Schmo. to yeah. us. All right. So, so what do you, do you? So okay. Are we? Do we have our own bias? Now, here's another thing. Of course. I right. have a problem with like every time a celebrity says something not stupid. We go like, oh my god, this is so great. Listen, like we, a lot of yeah. people fall for the same thing. They're like, look at this celebrity saying something so great. I'm like, it's still just a celebrity. All publicity still- is good publicity. But at the end of the day, I know that we are biased about this. But at the same time, we know the facts. Like we know that AR-15s are not what's typically used in school shootings. Yep. We know it's usually handguns. We know all of this stuff. We, it's we know for a fact that if people don't have guns, they will use something else. The problem is within the culture. I just always want to check and make sure that we're not doing the same thing right. that the other people are doing, which is like giving a celebrity's opinion more weight than it deserves. Well, and we're also not using our platform of being a celebrity to push things that we know nothing about. I don't ever want to be a celebrity. Thank yeah, God. No, thank, thank God. Thank goodness. Um, so it says, uh, still, Twisted says that most uh, of the response in Chicago to his gun camp has been positive and yeah, that he's yeah. leaning into the idea. Thank you. He's leaning into the idea that law abiding, safety minded gun owners are a good thing for all communities. Absolutely. He's entirely absolutely true. correct. He is. Uh, so uh, I don't know if, if it's like I'm just, I'm just always very cynical. Like I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm echo chambering myself and that I'm falling into the same patterns that a lot of other people do. Are, are you okay? Are you what? okay? What are you Am doing? Am I okay? Yes. Yeah. Are you like reaching for something? The, no, the I money. just like just picking up money. Yeah. Picking up money. I like it. <laughs> she likes money. <laughs> well, they finished this article. Andy, you're going to love this. This is their grammar and comma. Therein lies the debate. Period. So not only is this sentence fragment, it's not even properly, properly grammatically. Oh my gosh. And that would upset Andy. Andy's <laughs> furious. I can tell. He's just so mad. Look he's right. He's literally writing a letter to he's the editor right now. He should be. Speaking of furious, Andy, have you seen this? Wesley Snipes says that the MCU's Blade doesn't need to be <gasps> R-rated. What? Tax hero Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Tax hero. We, we hear. Uh, I kind of want to get a framed <laughs> photo of Wesley Snipes to put behind me on my wall. Like, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of cool. 
Somebody want to? That'd be, be great. Yeah. Uh, Let's I gotta find. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy one tonight. Why does he feel strongly Tax about this? Uh, well, I, I, his idea here is. I, I think he also knows that we're just past the age where this is going to be very common. Deadpool being the exception, like Deadpool's allowed to be R-rated. But I mean, the, the modern day version has. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, the modern version has. Um, Mahershala Ali, who's a fantastic actor, but not somebody I ever thought of as like a, a, a like a physical, like in the sense of physicality, mm-hmm. right? Like I never saw him as a like a dude I would expect to be seen like shooting people with guns and and swords. Sometimes but, people surprise you though, like Chris Pratt. Yes, turned into kind of an action hunk. Yeah, he's a, he's a weird everyman. He's action everyman. Yeah. he's not an action hero. He's an action everyman. So it says Marvel fans have been very vocal about the need for some characters to be R-rated in their big screen pr- appearances. Well, Deadpool's arrival in the MCU has been confirmed to remain as child unfriendly as ever. The arrival of Blade has been disappointed many uh, has disappointed many by seeming to be aiming for a regular PG-13 rating. Well, the previous Blade movies, which me and Andy are both very very fond of, uh, all have had much more mature ratings. Uh, when Mahershala Ali makes his full debut as the Daywalker, there will be considerably considerably less dark and gory. Uh, less than Wesley Snipes' version. Andy's. What's the point? Exactly. Why? They're vampires. Uh, so it says, uh, but the question is, will it have crazy, like, uh, drum and bass music? Yeah, that's I mean, that's question. the most important aspect. It needs to be question, as 90s yeah. as possible. 100%. It, if, they're gonna, if he has to wear, a, like, a floor-length trench coat, it better be so 90s yeah, that you literally, sunglasses. like, uh, I want to see, like, a hot topic behind you in every scene. <laughs> yes. Like, he's literally walking out of a Spencer's gift after killing a vampire. Yes. Like, that's, that's what I want. It's called Blade, and it's about vampires, and they're going to reduce, like, to PG thirteen. Well, also there was a lot of swearing gore. in the movie, and yeah. and, uh, and that's that's a big Sexual part of it. Sexual themes. Mm-hmm. We're not fans. I, I want oh, it to be dear. R. I don't want it PG thirteen. Blade. Boring. So it says. I think those kinds of stories lend them. This is Wesley Snipes here. He says. I think those kinds of stories lend themselves to a wide range of dialogue and situations, but ad- uh, both adult and young adult. I don't know. It seems like the R rating and PG thirteen base is sliding now because it seems that now the thirteen year olds can speak better words than the adults. Can. Uh, he, maybe he might not be wrong. Not wrong. Uh, he no. might not be wrong about that. Uh, it says as long as it's true and organic to the subject matter, the plot, and the worlds that's created. If there's consistency, I think it's fine to be PG-13. He's giving Marvel way too much credit. Him. Yeah. He's 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 acting as if Marvel is some bastion uh, of like accurate, honest, and uh, intelligent storytelling, and it is not. At least Marvel Studios is not. Was Blade part of Marvel? Was it a Marvel? comic before it was a movie in, to begin with? Yes. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. yes. Uh, and it was, uh, to be fair, when Marvel, when Blade was made, it was there was no Marvel Studios at the time. Right. It was just optioned by yes. some studio. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I, I want to see it. Like there's they, like I said, they make him look kind of cool there. They make Mahershala Ali look kind of cool right there. <laughs> oh, oh my you. gosh. I was wondering when that would happen. And he's very excited. <laughs> he's freaking ex- out. Ah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's on high alert. <laughs> and he, and he's like, I have no idea to do it. With what does that yeah. mean exactly? What? We hit our goal. We hit $1,000? No. Hit, yes, uh, yes. We hit, wow. a million, we hit a million. A million. Holy Six shit. million. Thank you, everyone, for the million dollars. <laughs> Thank you. That means the world to us. Yes, it Thank does. Thank you. Yeah. It actually wow. does. A million bucks. You're kidding. So, uh, I'm going to take some of this. Yeah, you, you can, yeah. You can so have that. it. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but um, half of the money is real. That's right. It's true. You just got to figure out which half. Yeah, yeah we don't tell them which half it is. Actually, half of each bill is real. So if you want some, you have to kind of pathetically sift through it. Yeah, Th- that pathetic. reminds me of a question. Um, you know, in mo- I don't know if you've ever seen like in movies. 
Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> when like when somebody gets into a cab, I don't know if this is something they actually do when they would like rip the they rip the bill in half and give the cabbie half, so like they have to finish. Have you ever seen that? What? Where they rip the like uh they to finish the trip. Yeah, so like uh, so that way they have to they have to like tape the money back together. Is is money still legal tender? Yeah, uh, if once you, you tape have, it, um, is it over fifty percent of a bill? I believe you can. You can fix it. You okay. can bring it to a bank. And they'll replace it. I've heard that. Okay. Oh, interesting. So, like in the movies, it just feels like a trope where like they rip the bill. Like, like that <laughs> doesn't actually happen in the real world. My favorite of those is like when when like, when a character cocks a gun to be dramatic in a situation where you would never actually cock the gun. Like they're leaving to go do something. He's like, "We gotta go." To be and dramatic. I'm like, "Why would you do that? That makes it's no dramatic. sense." Dramatic. Calm down. So it's very dramatic. <laughs> so, uh, but if you do that, make sure you give the cabbie less than fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do you want to review when Blade comes out? Do you want to review it with us? Yeah, yeah we can, that'd all, be awesome. we can all dunk on it if yes, it's not good. Sounds awesome. All right, we will do that. All right, and we've got one final story. Cultural appropriation is not just uh, for uh, other people now. Italian people are now being culturally appropriated. Uh, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Sorry, I'm getting ready. There we Have go. Have you ever <laughs> seen the the TikTok series the guy who does if Harry Potter was t- took place in Brooklyn? Oh gosh. And it's, it's, it's like, hey, Harry Potter. Hey. Yeah, awesome. it's, it's, it's great. Uh, so it says uh, Super Mario uh, movie producer defends non-Italian Chris Pratt Mario voice against angry Italians. Oh gosh, not the angry Italians. No. Yeah. Were there really angry Italians? <laughs> I really doubt this, honestly. It's that, or it's like, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Mm, yeah. uh, so it says like Madonna. On his shirt once said, Italians do it better. Oh. That is until the dawn of Chris Pratt's voice in the new Super Mario Brothers movie. I refuse to believe that there's actually backlash of any sort against Chris I Pratt as Mario. Other than the weirdos on Twitter who just hate Chris Pratt because he like likes his family. Italian. Yeah. I'm just picturing like a like a big protest march of like uh, you know pizza chefs, <laughs> people gesticulating wildly, cannoli, cigars. Yeah. Uh, what's the big deal? Yeah. Kiss, kissing oh, each gosh. other on the cheek. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> aggressive. I watched Goodfellas the other day. Shiny so leather shoes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we should all watch The Sopranos after this. Yes. Um, after fans of the iconic Nintendo video game franchise b- balked in mass at the thought of the non-Italian Jurassic World Dominion star voicing. Here's the quote, Andy. This is my best One quote. of capitalism's most stereotypically Italian characters. Wow. Uh, in, in he a, belongs to capitalism. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. You, there's a there's a famous meme that says like "Be like Mario." It's like a it's like a, an Italian plumber created by an Asian. Yeah, he's yeah. Japanese, yeah. Italian, he's Mexican. He's he's a multinational yeah, character. Yeah, great. Yeah, he it, represents everyone. Is this to distinguish from socialism's <laughs> most offensive? Luigi is Luigi is like. Have you, did you see the? <laughs> did anybody here catch when um, when Nintendo took a big L by by putting a picture of Mario and Luigi hugging during Pride Month? Oh gosh! <laughs> and somebody's like, dude. Oh no! Dude, did you do that? Somebody's like, dude, they're the brothers. brothers. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It was incredible. No. Was Mario like, is like only by blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! That, yes, that's, uh, if anybody here hasn't seen the movie. Um, uh, not another teen movie, and they, they satirize <laughs> Cruel Intentions, where Chris, a young Chris Evans is being hit on by his sister, whereas in Cruel oh, Intentions, man. it's his stepsister, and she's like, We're, you're my sister. She's like, only by blood. Oh, gosh. Uh, man, Ew. the 2000s were great. That's a wild time. <laughs> Wait, what a creep. What a the best time the thing about this is, so their issue is with the depiction of like a Italian stereotype uh, voiced by a non-Italian <laughs> in a movie about the most stereotypical possible Italian. Yes. 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 Basically. The best part of this article, though, is the nationality of 
Chris Melandandry. I don't know how to pronounce that. Melandandry? Uh, yeah, yeah. Melandandry. Said Monday, uh, in Barcelona, he was in Barcelona as part of a live discussion at the start of Cine Europe. Uh, the Sydney Europe Convention. He says, I'm not sure this is the smartest defense, but as a person who has Italian heritage, who has Italian American heritage, I feel I can make the decision without worrying about offending Italians or Italian Americans. Done. Nailed it. I think we're going to be He's just correct. Fine. Case just, closed. Just stop right there. He's That's literally Italian. Do. So it's fine. Yeah. Uh, plus, Chris Pratt is just great. It's Chris we, Pratt. We, we what do you want? Pratt. Yeah. That's a, that, that is today's womp, womp, womp. It's the, it's, it's the Twitter people who hate Chris Pratt getting another L. They're like being, sycophants about Chris Evans and they would like kick Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt into a volcano. Yeah. They yeah. Could. They, every few months there's like a, there's like a, a survey where they're like, who's the worst Hollywood Chris? And then every time it's like to the same people and they always vote Chris Pratt. Pratt and they're like take that you incels boring yeah it's, it's the same thing every time so uh, I think we'll have to go see this movie when it comes out just to you know to dunk on the people who hate Chris am I falling for their trap am I falling for Hollywood's trap by wanting to go see the movie just to dunk on Twitter losers who hate I Chris Pratt I just like Chris Pratt just in general he's great he's fun he's great and he can't was catch it a break. him I said was a banana nut muffin I that think sounds so. like or him. Hemsworth. I think no. I think you said Hemsworth was a banana. I, I, I had your brain, brain is your brain makes no sense to <laughs> me. Know. But I have no idea. No, what that it means. makes total sense. Don't Does deny it. it. Which, is it which it? Chris? Is it it? He's just utterly inoffensive. Oh, then no, Chris Pratt. Both of them are utterly inoffensive. Hemsworth yeah, is not Hemsworth is not offensive banana either. Banana nut sounds like Evans a just person. annoys me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, nobody. Really, Pine is pretty inoffensive too. He is. Really, Evans is the only really obnoxious one. Pine is the underrated Hollywood. Yeah. The underused Hollywood Chris. I agree. I like him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We need to, to go to Super Chats. We, oh, yes. We got oh, we Super, super Chats. Chats. Yeah. I think oh. I did this yesterday, too. jump ahead. <laughs> Unavailable ID name said, we need more Jim Henson and Michael Westmore's. I don't know Michael Westmore. I know Jim Henson. I would love to see. I, I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original, the other day. And uh, Henson's Creature Shop would be, they would, in fact, if they were talking, if this was the context of, like, the money they're spending on CGI, it would be cool to see, like, a renaissance of, like, uh, of, like, actual puppetry and um, of, like, the Jim Henson's Creature animatronics. Practical you know, effects in yeah, general. Practical effects in general coming back would be a, a cool renaissance to have. I think there's a big chunk of people that want to see that too mm -hmm. yeah it, it like i'm saying watch the uh the final fight scene of the original teenage mutant Ninja turtles by today's standards the 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 scene is by no means graceful but you feel it because they're actually there doing the fighting even though they're human beings wearing large turtle suits it's incredible <laughs> watch the original star wars yes. and then watch um the new you know the first one yeah yep. or episode one yeah yep. I also see people arguing about Panera Bread again. Woo. They're arguing about Panera Bread again. Why? We are understand. not a uh, Hannah Claire. They're saying Lydia says Panera Bread is trash. Is this true? Never Lydia? said that. No, they also said that about Andy too. So this Panera is Bread is good. Okay. This is how rumors start, <laughs> ladies know, and gentlemen. I know. <laughs> Somebody said that I don't like Panera Bread. Yeah, silly. It's I mean, apparently, yeah, none of us like it. Dragon's Talon one thousand and one said it would help if everything today wasn't a remake. It's all recycled stuff right? turned into garbage. And Right. And TV. Hannah Claire would love to be here to tell you how right you are. Yeah. It's true. That. Mr. Wise said the rich and famous are so jaded they usually lose their souls. Those coming to Hollywood for heaven end up in hell. Hmm. Very true. It's very true. Oh, holy crap. We have a lot of super chats. I yeah, apologize, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm an idiot. Uh, Waffle <laughs> Sensei said uh, Cyborg from Justice League. Yes. Ray Fisher. He helped us earlier. John Lee said, it's Cyborg, a.k.a. Victor Stone. Thank Booyah, you again. As he says. Um, Thank you, John. <laughs> Caper2X said, 
Can we get Mary to play Spider Gwen for Halloween? Ooh, no yeah. Spider Gwen. Why not? Gwen Stacy, sure. Oh. What's wrong with Spider I'm Gwen? Confused. No Gwenpool either. Oh, Sorry. why not? Gwenpool? What? Why not? It's as bad as it sounds. Oh, oh. They're comics. I'm huh. very confused. Okay. <laughs> Thousand Foot Deep End said, I can't hear the rain on here, so I pulled up the Chicken City stream smart. on my phone to hear it. Very smart. Boom. I love it. Love it's it. so meta. Um, love it. Sometimes I want to go out to Chicken City and promote the show by yelling yeah, at Chicken City. Like, yeah. we will be on at 3 p.m. today with Lydia and Andy. Go like and subscribe. Go yeah. like and subscribe. Hit the chicken button. You know, I've been thinking chicken we button. should have we should have like a show that goes on at Chicken City where we literally just walk in with two chairs and sit them down and we can have little interviews. And That'd be so other. fun. That's, chickens a in the background. That's a good idea. It's <laughs> like yeah. chickens. Walking around we our feet. Promote things. We could do interviews with guests. We could do all sorts of things. Yes. And have like a schedule. Can we interview Roberto Jr.? Yeah, of course. Cool. He will not yeah, answer Yeah, we could do questions. an interview with the... Yeah. He's I very wanted, opinionated. Yeah, at yeah. one point, I wanted to bring a chicken in here to do no. a segment, like as a joke. They're but messy. No. Yeah, they're they very messy. They a lot, right? They <laughs> a lot. Uh, JM said, you could say it was a pop culture dot, 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 crisis. crisis. Dun, dun, I was dun. having my own... Pop culture crisis you of were, faith, as not it being were. able to remember Ezra, the right. Ray Fisher. Dragon's Talon 1001 said, when I was a kid, we used to bring our rifles to school during deer hunting season. Yep. Oh, how times have changed. I wonder how long ago that was. Yeah, there it used to be shooting that classes. that long ago that people did that, yeah. Yeah. even yeah. You know, in the South and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Waffle Sensei said Chris Pratt is maybe the only actor I can come up with who doesn't offend me in his acting or his personal beliefs. Star-Lord is based. Yeah, I love Star-Lord. He's my faves. Amoeba Artstorm said, was talking about this with my husband. Is Mario the most popular superhero in the world? He has a theme park and his games are mass produced universally. What kid hasn't played a Mario game today? Yeah. That's true. I mean, when you really think about it. favorite... his capitalism. Yeah. Oh, I missed yeah. another Italian. one from Tricky that just has Parties. party emojis. Thank, Thank you, you for the party. Ooh, yeah. And then uh, unavailable ID name that. said they banned mm-hmm. guns in the UK and stabbing went up. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. An acid attack. And Waffle Sensei That's also fun. said party time. Uh, yes. I, I don't know if Waffle Sensei said that gave us the. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Waffles. <laughs> Someone said Mary sneezes like a bunny, which is okay, actually correct. That was <laughs> yes, adorable. Thank you. Uh, it's very cute. Thousand foot deep end thank also you. said practical thank effects you. over CGI every day. It's why I love the original Star Wars trilogy and the overuse of CGI is one of the reasons I disliked the Hobbit films. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 Too those bad. could have easily used a lot more practical effects. Waffle oh, Sensei awesome. said, Brett, explain why you hate Spider-Gwen. Oh, I'm just yeah. not a fan. I'm not a fan of any of the adaptations that take uh, a character and make it um, uh, a female. Now, I know it's not the same thing as making Turn her. It it's not the same thing as making her Spider-Man. But I guess w- when I first saw Spider-Gwen was at a time when I was very jaded. So I'm not a fan of that. I'm, I'm not even a fan of really like I've been rewatching Young Justice. And I'm not even a fan of like Superboy because I know it's just a spider. It's just a, a Superboy. Uh, it's just a Superman Spin off. I just I'm not a huge fan of that. I would rather they work more with new ca- with other characters. Uh, Charles Beavers said, "Mario and Luigi hugging for pride." I don't know if you want to read that. Oh no! Be clipped. <laughs> no no no. Something about um, no 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 brothers no and no. Available no. <laughs> ID name said CGI takes you out of the story. That yeah, is absolutely I true. I mean, if you overuse if it, wrong, if you yeah. use it in a way that you don't sparingly, yeah, that right. you don't notice, then that's different. But it's like just 
visual puke. Good at CGI some point. is like good makeup. Yeah, you don't, know, you yeah, don't, you don't even know it's yeah. there. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, the, in fact, some of the the best stuff that I've seen, it's like it ends up being like a, a random shot that you're not expecting. Like I'll see, like I remember there's there like this is such a random example, but there was like a a scene in the in the first episode of the show White Collar where they have to do a show of him like driving across the Brooklyn Bridge, and I could have bet you a thousand like I would have bet a thousand dollars that it was real. And it was absolutely done on a, with like a backdrop, not really? even CJ, like with a backdrop, and then they animated aspects of it. So it's like when it's done well, it's very hard to notice that it's and there. The thing is, most CGI that we see nowadays is not something that you would expect it to be. It's like, you know, they couldn't get a location, so they just built the facade of one building and right. then yeah. they had a big yep. green screen behind it. The, yeah. Kind of thing. An interesting one is to look up is if you watch the um, in in the uh, in the fantastic. Ben Affleck portrayal of Batman. Dane is coping and seething right now. Dane is seething right now. There's a scene in, in Batman vs. Superman where Bruce Wayne is running headlong into like a dust cloud. And if you look at, they literally had to build it from the bottom up. There's no wow. building there. There's no smoke there. It's literally done completely in post. That's a rare example where I couldn't have told you, I wouldn't have guessed in a million years that there wasn't at least a street there when they were filming, but it was built completely from scratch. It's got to be really well done. Yeah. Really well done. I think we're done right. with Super Chats. One more. Oh, 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 there is just came. Oh, my gosh. Drew, you could be a fantastic Dr. Octopus. Huh. I don't know who Drew is. but I don't know who Drew is. Oh, me? Are you Andy? Drew? Andrew? Andrew? I'm Andrew. Some people are just so liberal, like anyone who's oh, named Andrew. I can call you whatever I want. Dane well, I didn't even is. say my name is Andrew. <laughs> it's so your... Well, no, today, uh, I had to... Uh, when we were setting up the, the, the screen, I had to ask... Uh, I was getting the, the names ready, and I was like... I was gonna, I just put Andrew in there, because we have... Like, only Lydia calls Andy Andrew. But I, it yeah, was just like there, because I, I was waiting on a text file with Andy, and I was like, I'm not going to actually call him Andrew. I, would, I wouldn't do that. Andrew, it is not true. Andy, Andrew, never Drew, never Drew, never Drew. Not a Drew. Look at him. He's not a Drew. Dre, Doctor Dre, Dre. I've called you Dre in the past. I'm gonna start calling you that now. I love it. All right, guys, Lydia, Andy, thank you so much. Thank you, Lydia. Thank you for having me. No, thank you, my friend. No, thank you. Are you gonna come back? No. Are you gonna come back? I will come back. Come back next Friday. Maybe next Friday. Cool. All right, Lydia. First, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. You guys can all find me at the site andy built for me which is sourpatchlids.me perfect there you go that has everything on it short, all of my socials short sweet to the point that's right like Love that. gun camp or whatever it was. Yeah, gun camp that's exactly <laughs> what it was so you remember <laughs> all right andy let everyone know they can find you and you can find me on the site that lydia built for me andy oh, no, I, <laughs> I did not build that for you you built that for you andy Leiterman.com. there you go perfect uh why don't you, you read the last super last? chat and then your uh, and then Go for it. Amoeba Artstorm said they've taken 2D animation classes out of college. Wow. I, I actually remember that mm. I was watching a video really? a little bit ago that said like Disney had to like hire out to do 2D animation for a recent project because they no longer have 2D animators in-house. So it just proves to you that it's not considered important anymore yeah. to them. Sad. There's still lots of 2D animation happening. I know. I don't I think it's that. just uglier than it used to be. It used to be a lot more creative looking. I love watching old cart like I love watching the old Justice League cartoons. Any super any any DC animated cartoon is fantastic compared Even to Even beyond the 3D. that, like things on Cartoon Network, yeah. they look so generic now, but 
they used to have some unique character to them. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let me plug myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram or WeChat at Closer Kitty. And whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. There you go. That she does. Guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. I wanted to say thank you to everyone for coming out to the show today. Everyone that uh, found us when Mary was on IRL the other day and has come oh, yeah. and checked out an episode. It means the world to us. Uh, we are on YouTube every Monday through Friday right here, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. Grab a Cali burrito. Grab some street tacos. Come and watch us. It's great. I promise. I will say that every time because now I want a Cali burrito yeah. really badly right now. Mm. Uh, if you want to listen rather than watch, uh, you can listen on Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, Pandora, Spotify, all of those. The great, great ways to listen. And then on social media, we're on Twitter at pop culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at pop culture crisis, and on Instagram at pop culture crisis pod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.